0: What I want you to understand is this, there is nothing to be afraid of when it comes to your shadow. You're not crazy or damaged or defective because you have one. We all do. So go make friends with yours. Welcome to the Ignited Recovery Podcast, a new way forward for anyone looking for answers but feeling left out. If you've been searching for empowerment, triumph, and purpose, you've found them right here. You won't hear the same solutions and you're not gonna have any excuses to fall back on because Ignited Recovery allows heroes to rise and become their best selves. I'm Dr. Adi Jaffe and I can't wait to be your guide on this journey. Are you ready to become an Ignited hero? You know, I've been saddled by self-doubt for a huge portion of my life. Like, I mean, I might have talked about it before, but since being a kid, I remember constantly thinking to myself that I didn't look good enough, I wasn't quite smart enough, I definitely wasn't popular enough or easy enough to to kind of make friends with. And later in life, you know, the self-doubt had to do more with uh, I was too fucked up, I was not successful enough, didn't make enough money wasn't in a position of power enough, like more and more of that just internal voice. I don't know how many of you can relate. It was just always there. There would always be this voice there just to make sure I knew I wasn't fill in the blank enough, just I wasn't enough, period. And for years, this was like the hardest thing for me to deal with. Just There was just a constant noise in my head that made sure I didn't feel accepted didn't like where I was at, didn't think I was going anywhere good. It was, you know, that devil angel thing that you see in the movie sometimes? That devil was just screaming at me constantly. And the thing is, because it was so terrible to listen to that voice, I just tried to do everything that I could to avoid it, make it go away, repress it, or drown it out. And, you know, when I was 14, I found alcohol. was really good at drowning it out, and so was everything else that I did. So was meth. But over the past... I'd say 15 16 17 years or so. I've made an incredible realization that is continuing and that's the fact that I'm not supposed to run away from that voice at all. Some people call this our shadow, and I've realized that, you know, in order to have and be able to enjoy the light, be able to enjoy the good parts of my life, I pretty much have to respect and acknowledge that shadow. So, I found another way to deal with it. And today, I want to talk about that concept by looking at what shadow is, what light is, and how I use shadow to have more light. So let's start out by talking about the shadow. When I was younger, comparison all the time. I compared myself to others constantly, I'm like everybody around me. Grades, you know, I was pretty good, but then I had some of my friends that kicked my butt constantly. Looks, I talked um, in a recent episode about, you know, a specific person, let's say, in our class who kind of just took the cake on that and I would constantly be in comparison mode. I would compare on everything, how fast I could run and then I would really beat myself up that I wasn't the fastest guy in the class, the bike I rode, anything, like literally anything, I could create a comparison out of it. Not the healthiest thing ever, but also happens to be true for me. And the thing is that for the most part, in the vast majority of the comparisons, I always found ways that I didn't measure up. Now, I talked to you guys about this before, You know, my whole family, my dad uh, got a 97 on a test and uh, what happened to the other three points, that just continued to every other area of my life. I just was never finding myself performing, showing up at the way that I thought I needed to. And that gave me jealousy and resentment and it created pain and suffering. It's because the darkness a lot of times introduces things that you don't like to look at feeling of gaps between where you are and where you want to go, Um, fear about the future, guilt and shame about things you've done in the past. So yeah, it includes, I mean, that's why it's called a shadow, right? Because it has all these elements that we've been told not to look at because they're bad. And so a lot of us get ashamed of sharing our shadow or talking about it. We hide it in the dark. That's where we think it belongs. Because We don't want other people to judge us for it since it feels so taboo, it feels so inappropriate. But everybody has a shadow. And the only reason that it feels shameful to talk about it and share it and and expose it to others is because we keep it hidden. Other people keep it hidden, so we don't see theirs and we think, nobody else has this. I'm the only crazy one, I'm the only dark one. I can't talk about this. I mean, there's so many examples, right? We've got three kids now. And I can, I've seen the progression, right? Like when Kai was little, walked around naked all the time, no problem. Leo, same thing. Noah still does, but like Kai essentially never does around any non-family members. Leo really barely does. Like he's already crossed over into that place of shame, etc. And And so does Noah. And it's all about the judgment. It's all about the, what will other people think? And then for the rest of us, you know, we are told about the discomfort, right? It will make other people uncomfortable, et cetera. Like, it's really interesting. They haven't gone through puberty. They're not at the point where they're attracted to the other sex or anything like that. But there's just like, there's this judgment all over the place. And I'm sure from their internal standpoint, there's internal self-judgment of how they measure up, et cetera. You know, Sophie and I talk about this a lot. Uh, We've talked about it before now with breastfeeding and we've seen it over and over and over of the concepts of breasts and, and feeding. And it's like, especially for boys, right? It's like breasts are the, their lifeblood, literally. It's like what feeds them for months at least, but years in the case of some kids, you know, I think Kai breastfed people was like a year and a half. And then at some point, like right now in their life, then they don't see other kids naked and, and these things just retreat into post-puberty. And then we wonder why boys get so obsessed it's like this thing that literally gave them life and now they don't get to see because, you know, we don't have breath. So they don't get to see them until the secret other period in life. And then that creates this dark underbelly of emotion so much like jealousy and, and what, you know, at least a darker side of desire and, and things of that nature around sexuality, around performance around how we measure up. A lot of us have this growing up. We have this dark underbelly of of our shadow, but we also have light. You know, there were things I thought I was good at. There are people that I work with all the time who can understand and respect certain aspects of who they are. I had a loving family. I was told I was smart regularly. I got along pretty well with other kids. Again, I kept my own anxiety hidden, but I had a lot of friends. Light is fun to share. We wanna show other people what we're good at for the most part, so we tend to put that out front and center. But it's also true that our light is a little bit determined or at least shaped by our shadow. I was smart but not perfect, so it made me feel self-conscious. I was liked but not the most liked, so that always felt like losing since I believed that perfection was the only real goal. And because the light is shaped by the shadow and we're afraid of sharing our shadows, a lot of us feel wrong or unjustified even in sharing our light. If you've heard of things like imposter syndrome, feeling unprepared for something, or feeling less than even at the things you're good at, or you don't want to boast, why do you not want to boast? Why do you not want to talk freely about the things you're good at or sharing your gifts? Because you feel like you're not being truthful. You feel like people will judge you for, right? There's fear. You feel like maybe you're misrepresenting things and you're going to just be boastful. And so we hide a lot of our light that way. So you have got shadow on one end and that's the dark underbelly. We've got light, but even the light we won't share as much and we won't feel as comfortable with it and, and at ease with it because of the shadow. But I say we can use our shadow to ignite our light. You know, it took me forever to get this right. But once I realized that I shouldn't ignore or suppress my shadow, my life got a lot easier. Back, back in those days, I was spending so much energy and time and effort to pretend that my shadow wasn't there which actually gave it a much, much bigger role in my life, like way bigger than it would have otherwise. I used to run away from it. I used to lie to not get exposed to it and not not expose it to other people. And I hid sometimes literally in life to make sure that nobody saw that part of me. Like when I was depressed, I would hide. So nobody would know that I had that side. Does that sound familiar? How many of us do this, right? When we feel good and solid about ourselves, we'll share, we'll be out. But when the shadow takes over, we don't want to talk to anybody about it. But the thing is that in reality, my shadow was always there trying to talk to me and tell me things and guide me and help me. So here's what I learned. First of all, I learned that your shadow is a part of you. It's never going away. You can wish it away, you can want it to disappear, but it it's not gonna be there. It's always there for all of us. The thing is, it changes, it ebbs and flows in terms of strength, and you actually need to pay attention to it. I'll tell you, for example, for myself, right? Um, I used to be completely self-centered, especially as a teenager and young adult, but like even later on in life, I could run away from it, right? I could pretend like that's not there. But what I found over the last 10, 12, 13 years is when I do the work like the work I'm doing with Sophie and the work we've been doing and the work we keep doing. When I work on how do I take the attention away from me? How do I make sure that I put more effort and build that into the way I think and live into my family, my wife, my kids, the people I serve? I'm paying attention to the shadow. I'm paying attention to the ego, to the self-centeredness. I'm not running away from it, but I'm also not letting it take over. When I realize something I don't like about myself, hey, I'm too egocentric. I don't like that about myself. I could try to run away from it, It's just not going to make it better and it's going to make me feel ashamed. It's going to make me feel worse. When my shadow talks to me through the signals that it has, jealousy, fear, hate, anger, inadequacy, any of those, it's an indicator that things aren't going right somewhere because here's the secret. My shadow gets louder the more off track I get. If you find yourself angry in your relationship, you can try to suppress the anger and drink more or go hang out with other people that distract you. But if you ignore it, then whatever it is that's making you angry, which is normally a feeling of inadequacy or fear of anxiety underneath it, it'll just continue to get worse. But if you listen and you say, why am I angry right now? Oh, wait, I'm angry because my girlfriend didn't come over this week and I wanted to see her and I'm afraid. I'm afraid that she doesn't like me as much as I like her. That's why she didn't want to come over. But I can't say something like that to her. I can't tell her, hey... Uh, That really hurt me when you didn't come over this weekend because I wanted to see you and I like you a lot and I want to spend more time with you. And the fear is driving the anger. And if you just sat there for a minute and listened and analyzed it, you can actually address your needs and get it right and allow the shadow to retreat back to its place. And that's the next point is hiding your shadow only reinforces it. You've heard Sophie and I talk about this a lot, but radical transparency or being incredibly honest with myself and the people I trust, everybody around me, It helps keep my shadow in check and also allows me to run my thinking and what's going on in my head by other people. Like I just said, the example, you know, when people get frustrated in relationships, for a lot of people, they don't express the frustration. That thing that I just talked about a minute ago, I'm afraid you don't like me as much. I get angry at you. I get angry at you. We fight. You don't know why we're fighting, but I'm just mad that you won't give me the attention, but I'm not asking you for it. You start thinking me as an angry person. We break up. And then my fears realize themselves because I never dug in. But if instead you just sit there and say, hey, I'm feeling angry, what is that? And you explore and connect with your inner voice and then you take that exploration to your partner, next thing you know, you might discover the true source. Oh I'm freaking out about our relationship because we see each other less than I want to and that makes me scared that this won't work out and that you don't like me and I've been feeling this way for a really long time but I was scared of telling you because I thought you might see me like like I'm clingy and and you'd mind to be with me even less and then I would totally lose out but honestly, I've been thinking about it for a month and it just made me really resentful and angry. When you have a conversation like that, what you're doing is you're using the shadow to fuel your light. Because when you listen to it and you express it and you don't hide it, you can actually meet your needs. You can have the conversation with your partner, right? Because your partner is either going to say, hey, I feel the same way. I want to see you more. Thank you so much for saying that. I don't think you're clingy. I, I didn't want to tell you that I want to see you more either because I'm scared. Or they're gonna say, yeah, you are clingy, at which point you might realize you don't wanna be in that relationship. It all comes from talking about it, though. It doesn't just happen. This has happened so many times in my life. Like I said before, I used to run away from essentially all conflict, and my life sucked. I tried to please everybody all the time and make them like me, which actually made less people like me and made me feel miserable inside. But again, I didn't even express that to anybody because I didn't want them to see me as weak and desperate. But now with Sophie, we share, we talk about this stuff all the time with my friends. I talk about this all the time. So I get to constantly live in my truth, in my honesty, in the shadow and light together. I don't have to ignore the shadow. I don't have to repress the light. And then that means there's not, a lot of digging in and so I'm able to pay attention to the shadow regularly and that makes working on my shadow conversations way quicker and more complete all the time because there's not this extra weight to clear out. The more open I am about it, I mean, just think about this podcast, this, this whole podcast is this, that's allowed me to be literally the happiest and most optimistic about my future that I've ever been and it's still getting better. As you go through this process yourself, you're going to find yourself feeling less stressed, less anxious having better and more authentic conversations with people around you, and literally just generally engaging in better relationships and just needing to hide less. And you'll find your shadow screaming at you so much less and with so much lower volume. It'll take time and it'll progress slowly, but I promise it'll happen. What I want you to understand is this, there is nothing to be afraid of when it comes to your shadow. You're not crazy or damaged or defective because you have one. We all do. So go make friends with yours. When you realize this fact, when you run away from the way you've been doing things and you stop running away from your shadow, the whole world changes. All of it. Everything. Thank you for tuning in to the Ignited Heroes Recovery Podcast. I really hope you found the information here useful and that we'll see you back here next week. And look, I want to make sure that this podcast is the most useful it can be for you. So please let me know by emailing info at ignited.com. If there are any specific topics or questions you'd like to have addressed. As usual, if you like this episode, I would love for you to leave us a five-star review and rating. Thanks and see you next week.